yeah um we were saying that like i think that there's a lot that we could incorporate like with hollywood wokeness or whatever that like um how best to put it um like you had mentioned the other day that like there are some like black or other marginalized like led shows that just the writing it feels very thrown in your face and it just doesn't come off as very authentic you know what i mean like it's to a point that like it, it feels kind of corny if you know what i mean like that one show that you were telling me about the other day economics yeah yeah it's like it's explaining it to people and i know mm-hmm. for sure it's for white audiences and i only, i feel oh sorry continue i only tune in when i have nothing else to watch it just like comes on automatically once i finish a show on hulu but it is not good i don't know how they got three seasons but they did and um yeah it's just it's not it I feel something else we could incorporate, which I know a friend that could actually guest on here. She has a lot to say about the situation. So in particular, like the casting of Halle Bailey, like as Ariel, and then even a little more recently, like Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. And then I also know that Annabelle Chase is also going to be played by a black girl on a new Percy Jackson live action remake on Disney+. Plus. And it's like, I think it should be interesting to dissect because, you know, there are some people that are like 100% on this. And then there are some black people that may feel it's like, why are we trying to fight so hard, like, for a character that was never ours to begin with? Like, why, like, try to get a seat at the table when we should we really be building our own? I can kind of see both sides, honestly. What do you think? I mean, sometimes... Not that we... Ne- Sometimes, Not that we need to fully get into the conversation now, but, like, what do you think of it, like, just kind of in general? I think it's a very interesting topic to discuss, and it has it has a lot of elements, because it's just like, are they doing this to pander to black people? Is this for woke purposes, quote-unquote? Or are, are, is black, or is race, like, not a factor, and they're just looking for, like, the best actor? Or did they purposely go out and find a black person to do this? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's definitely to a lot of pers- yeah. It's definitely like a lot to take apart. I think that um, what am I gonna say? I don't know if I would go like. I feel like wait. So you said that, what if they were pandering? Or if, they, if it was genuine? But I think you also have to consider like building off of you. Like, is it also just kind of like a marketing strategy per se? Because like, for example, like we're going to use Halle Bailey as Ariel because, you know, that that's a famously like redheaded, like, you know, white Disney princess character. It's like, you know, that she's played by this black girl now. And it's like, what if Disney is kind of using this like as bait for, you know, the black community, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like to get our dollars and kind of making a profit off of token money, if you know what I mean. I think that's something that's definitely an aspect we can also include oh yeah and like with other like black uh actors being cast as traditionally white characters like you know uh you're watching the last of us the girl in the gang was white the one that died um she was white oh, you're talking about joel's daughter yeah yeah joel's also white so that's also a thing pedro um, pascal is technically also still white because i don't know i mean i know that he is from chile but latino still not a race at the end of the day it's an ethnicity mm-hmm. Aren't there like white Latinos and like yep. not white Latinos? Yeah, there are white Latinos, there are black Latinos, there are like indigenous or native Latinos like of like Mayan or Taino heritage. And when then I there's just at- like racially ambiguous like Latinos. When I like when I look at him I can tell that he is isn't white. Like I wouldn't mm. look at him and be like oh, Like he's not man. like a white American. Yeah, no. You know I wouldn't I mean. look at him and be like, That's a white man, you know. Like, with some Latinos, they're like, oh, you're like a white girl. And they're like, oh, no, I'm a Latino. It's like, oh, I never knew. Like, you know, um, Victoria Justice was never knew. Never knew she was Latino. Apparently she mm-hmm. is. So that's that's what I think of when I think of white Latino. But, like, Pedro Pascal gives me, like, not mm-hmm. white Latino. But I, I'm just bringing this up because Pedro Pascal, when he was casted as Joel, there was simply no backlash. People were actually excited for this. And this leads me into my next point. Because number one, Pedro Pascal, like, for, you know, 
furthering my point that Latino is not a race. Pedro Pascal has played white American roles before. So, of course, that's why he would get a pass, like, playing Joel, like, a southern white man from America. And also, when you consider, did you hear that? If, do you know who Mahershala Ali is? Mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali was actually originally intended to play Joel, but he had turned down the role. I wonder why. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine the riots there would have been. Um, what, also with, like, the show Interview with a Vampire, um, mm-hmm. the daughter is now black, and the actor is black, too. I mean, they're mixed. Mm-hmm. They're, like, very light-skinned people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're not, like, white, white, so... I don't know. I I always question is it you know for woke pandering purposes is it just a non-factor or and is that and if it is for woke purposes do we uh, care more about that than representation because you can say oh like oh this is like woke we shouldn't be doing this but it's like well now these black girls and boys are like seeing themselves presented more on screen so which one right. is it? Does the bad outweigh the good? And yeah. who knows it's bad for sure. No, sorry, I didn't mean to space out. Like you just said a lot and I was just kind of like <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, So going back to The Last of Us like so like I said there was really no backlash to Pedro Pascal being casted as Joel. Would you believe me if I told you that that there was backlash like to Tommy's wife because they made her a black woman with locks and it was like she only had like one scene in the game. Like are you guys being for real? Mm-hmm. Like I would have never noticed the change. I saw the backlash for the daughter too. It was like all over TikTok. Yeah, because like even though they didn't show Joe's wife in the show, it's very clear that she was a black woman because the daughter was a biracial actress. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, people were talking about that a lot. I don't it's know. like I didn't really care. Like she only had like ten minutes worth of screen time. It's like like she's dead. She's dead. Like none of none from what I can tell, none of the actors look like their game counterparts. I would also like to talk about next episode. I feel a lot of people I think you know what kind of people I'm talking about. Like really just <laughs> Please. <laughs> they just I feel like okay, what's the what's the way I'm trying to put this? It's like they just throw around the word woke oh, and don't even do. like use it in the context of what it actually means, if, if you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get at. It's like, if they see, like, a movie with a black lead and an LGBT lead or just anything that's not, like, straight, white, and Christian, like, it's just woke. Like, oh, I remember... All right, like, I remember, like, when Shang-Chi and Black Panther Wakanda Forever, both the first movie and the second movie, like, were being advertised, like, that the MCU's going so woke. And it's like, how? Like, I wouldn't even say for the most part of those two movies even discuss social issues. Like, I think there was underlying tones of socialism in the Black Panther films, but it wasn't, like, forcefully in your face to the point you made before. Like, it felt authentic. Like, when they say woke, they mean the N-word. Right. I mean, oh my God, there's too many, too many people in here that are that are that aren't palm colored. That's what they mean. <laughs> as soon as a white person says the word woke, I'm like, nope, you're racist. Right. You're racist. Oh my God. Like I have personal experience with this because I was. Let's hear once, this once again. I can I can insert Doctor Who into this. Like it's it took me an hour, but I did it. I I inserted Doctor Who finally. But um, I was talking to this dude on Twitter who also watched Doctor Who, and we were like discussing the show together. And one day, I don't know how the topic came up, but there's this episode of Doctor Who about Rosa Parks, right? And he, like, I sent. Like, do you remember this? I sent him all the screenshots, but he like said something really weird about the episode, 
and I was like, you know, I like it. Like, I liked the way the first episode. It was pretty good without being too corny and stuff. And he was like, it was too woke for me. And it's like, whoa, it was too woke for you. What do you, what do you, what do you mean here? And then I was like, okay, well, it's like a historical episode. Like, Rosa Parks is like history. And this is a time travel show. So, of course, they're going to include it. And he was like, oh, well, if, like, a random white kid is being beaten up on in the park, is that is that history, too? What? <laughs> what? How are you going to compare a random If I have my head down, it's not because I'm not listening. I'm just starting to get a headache just hearing this story. It's just like, how are you going to compare a random white kid being beat up in the park to Rosa Parks? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Rosa Parks wasn't even beat up. She was just arrested. Exactly. It, 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 it was something wrong with him. And I'm like, wait a minute. And you're like talking about wealth. It's like, first of all, you're a British white man. <laughs> Why are you talking about American politics? Please. Talking about it's woke. Oh my God. It's racist everywhere, no matter the country. I didn't, like, I, I don't know. People think that, people think that racial issues are bad in the United States. You'd be so surprised. Like, it's arguably even worse in, like, Latin America or the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. And he just, like, spent, like, an hour like saying really racist anti-black things and he like said really anti-black things to me and it was like oh and i should have known he was a weirdo when i first started talking to him because he said some weird things and he said like some low-key illegal weird things but i thought he was just joking turns out he wasn't he was really a weirdo and that's why he has no friends and he's lonely and he's sad so hope he hears this screw you i'll hold how old is he i don't know i think he was the same age as us or like mm. a year older or something i don't know but yeah he's no he's but weird. you kind of have me thinking it okay so when black panther when both of the films came out honestly it's like others just don't want to see us like have this moment like let us soak in like this brilliant moment of representation because like whether if like like me for example i always knew about the character black panther even before chadwick boseman had taken up the role because i loved all the comic books and like the animated cartoons growing up and it's like i would have never thought that they would have made black panther into a movie because at the time he was more of a b-list character like than an a-list character i mean at least in my opinion anyways because let's be for real did you even know about like a black panther character before chadwick boseman like put on the cat suit i think i heard about it like briefly but it wasn't like you know out there for real right and it's like i remember like people were just trying to take away this moment from us like you have the latinx community that it was like what about like a, a like a mexican or latino superhero and then you have the asian community like what about a japanese or korean superhero like it's like now of course like they deserve those like of course like we'll use like asian representation for example it's like of course they deserve like the representation as well but why are like they mentioning this right when black panther comes out and we're all like celebrating like this this kind of black representation to this magnitude like you kind of know what i mean and that does really annoy me because it's like you guys are going to get your turn too just let us have this for now because two because like so black panther came out in 2018 1921 shang chi would release three years later so it's like they only do that when it's black people and that's what i'm saying because you don't see anybody else like saying what about this and that kind of superhero or character when shang chi came out or miss marvel came out which was muslim representation like they only do that like with black representation and it even goes so far as like you know the the protests in 2020 and stuff and mm-hmm. like you know the black protection order and they were like oh why don't we have a protection order it's like friend i don't mean to cut you off but i need to say this because I remember hearing the same as that thing, and they had me all kinds of messed up. Because it's like, did y'all really just say that? Did y'all really just say that? Like these, these, oh, like these Asian hate crimes, like have been going on for a few months. Like in 2021, President Biden and his administration passed this is like an anti-Asian hate crime bill, and it's like, yes, good for them, but it's like, I hate to play oppression Olympics, but it's the truth. It's like. 
for hate crimes that went on for a few months, y'all should be lucky to get this, like, bill passed, because it's like, compare that to black oppression for 400 years plus that we're aware of, because I honestly believe that it's been much more than 400 years, and we still haven't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, it is good for them, and they, they do deserve that, because it was a huge issue. And yeah, of course. And we don't want to, like, ignore the importance of that, but also it's like, what about us? Right. And I feel that, I mean, at least from what I see, it's like, have you ever heard of the Malcolm X quote? I don't remember his exact words, but pretty much what he was trying to say, it was like, how do we expect to solve any of the issues in our communities? Like, not even just in America, because Black people across the world, whether if you go to, like, the Caribbean or Africa, like, they're dealing with the same internalized issues, like, like self-hatred and, like, just these, like, misogynistic roles in families and whatnot and anti-queerness and just all this and that hatred. And it's like, if we're not uniting amongst ourselves first, how do we expect to solve anything? Because I feel the problem nowadays is that, like, whenever a, another, like, social movement, like, Stop Asian Hate or Free Palestine or, or ICE or just whatever else... We're so quick to answer the call, like we're the Justice League or the X-Men to go help them out, but it's like, they're not going to do the same for us. For so us it's, like, not that these, it's like, not that we shouldn't help out those movements, but we shouldn't be putting 100% into them either. Because mm-hmm. for us, it's crickets. They're not doing anything. Right. They because were, the reason of why they call on us is because who knows a person better than us. That's why they think of us as like the X-Men or something or the Justice League. And when they were like out there protesting in 2020, it was just for uh, appearance purposes. You can be like, oh yeah, right. I was out there doing this, but you didn't really even do anything. I thought I was the only one that thought the same thing, and I'm glad we could finally talk about it. Because it reminds me when everybody was posting all those black scores on Instagram, like, a a few months later, a month later, heck, even a week or a day later, like, they just deleted those boxes and went back to, like, to their everyday lives. They stopped posting about, like, George Floyd on their stories. And it's, like, I feel like most of the people, like, most of the non-black people that showed to those protests, it was really out of a performative act, like, because, like, in their minds, like, wait, if I don't show up, why do you think what is racist? Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, their whole thing. And it makes them look, quote-unquote, good. But it's, right. like, they can put it down. They can erase it. They can go about their day and forget all about it. We can't. Right. We can't do that. We don't have that privilege. So it's just, it's a mess. And it just like it, it's in every aspect of life, like business, politics, pop culture, shows and movies. It's it's just racism everywhere. Even like yesterday with the whole thing with even like medications and like hospitals and like yesterday yesterday the, the TikTok I sent you about the sink. It's like simple stuff like that. Like what do you mean the sink don't work because I'm black? Like that's crazy. The sink don't work because I'm black. Apparently, it, like, picks up, like, UV. I know. Light rays. I know that video was for humor purposes, but I'm just, like, you know me. I'd be, like, thinking, like, outside the matrix. I'm just, like, what if, like, you know, everything's, like, AI ran one day and it doesn't take your facial recognition just because you're, like, it's, like. It's, like, they don't even, like, that's really weird because even, like, testing the sink, why don't you test the sink on all skin colors? Right, like, that's so weird. That's weird. That's so weird. They don't. They just don't think about. They don't think about us. Even with like medications and like something so simple as like the BMI scale, like those BMI scales and those medications are tested on white people. They can't work for us. And okay, I want your. I don't really. Okay, so I would love your opinion on this. Like while we're on the subject matter of like how you know black people are treated like in the medical field how do you feel about like the different colored band-aids like whole thing um i mean oh (laughs) that reminds me of that whole kanye west kim k argument where he was like where are the black (laughs) band-aids yeah like i just remember like the whole situation came about because like Kanye was mad that like there weren't band-aids of like darker brown colors. Yeah, I mean, 
it I don't think it's a big deal. It's just a band aid. But then again, it is a big deal because why not make band aids for all skin tones? It's like it's so simple. Yeah, I, I get that, but I think it's so simple. But I, mean, I don't if you know. Really need a skin tone band aid? Is it? I mean, necessary? I can get where some people are coming from, but it's like at the same time, like there's no band-aid and like i have a cut i'll put a hello kitty band-aid if i exactly. need to exactly like nobody really cares it's just a about band-aid like band-aid i don't know you use like it's it's not that serious it's just a band-aid and, like i don't go to the store and be like ooh, let me get let me get the brown band-aid it's like it's just a band-aid i don't i don't care most whatever. of the time, unless like you cut your forearm or something, like you won't even be able to see the band-aid because of your sleeve. Yeah, and band-aids aren't even like pale white. They're like tan. They're like a a tannish color. Yeah, color. like a tan peach color or something like that. Yeah, I don't think they're really supposed to be for anybody's skin tone for real. They're just a band-aid. I got frozen band-aids in the closet. I'm just reading our list, so... Um... I think this should... be interesting, and... I kinda have an idea... I kinda, I think this would definitely be a good episode to have guests on. And this kinda overlaps with movies. So, you know how, like, we were kinda talking about, like, the Afro-Diaspora Wars more recently on TikTok? Like... African Americans versus Caribbean versus Africans and the whole yada yada and I think a way that we could maybe incorporate that into movies is like kind of discussing like the whole thing of when um okay so for example some there are some African Americans that have expressed a bit of a disappointment particularly Samuel L. Jackson for what I remember that he feels sometimes that why not cast African-American actors for African-American roles instead of, like, you know, going overseas to the United Kingdom to get these, like, British Nigerians or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can get where he's coming from to a certain degree. And, you know, you being African-American, I think you would probably have a better perspective on that. So I would like to hear, like, your thoughts on that. Um, it, it makes sense. I mean, why not get African-American, right. like, African-American, African-American roles? Especially when you're, like doing like a biopic and you oh i if it's a biopic i think it's only right to cast an african-american actor yeah you're historically doing like an african-american person like from real life history and then you go and get like somebody who isn't african-american to do the role it's like 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 for example i know there was a lot of controversy when daniel kaluuya who's a british actor who's originally from uganda like he recently prayed um chairman fred hamptons and the black panther movement in the 60s and it's like i can see why people were upset by that honestly like yeah like to your point if it's a biopic about like a historical african-american like figure it's like who would better embody that experience like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. not that to say that there isn't racism and stuff in the united kingdom but i still feel that like it's still a little bit of a different environmental perspective to some degree yeah, and then it can get go both ways and be sort of controversial because you can say, oh, we're all black, you know, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Or people could, like, try to erase, like, the African-American culture and be like, oh, we're all black, like, it doesn't really matter. We basically all have the same experience. Yeah. We don't. We don't have the same experience. I don't, I don't like it when people say that. Like, aside from that conversation, I feel a lot of people use the whole we're all black at the end of the day, like, in order to shut down a convert like an important conversation about colorism like yeah we're all black at the end of the day but i think it's still important to acknowledge like for example like i can acknowledge yeah i can still be discriminated for things like my hair my features and just being black as a race but it's like i don't have that extra struggle like for being of a dark complexion which i'm not of course like you kind of know what i mean yeah. Like, I feel like whenever colorism is brought up, like, a lot of light-skinned people are very defensive and avoidant of it because they feel in some way that, like, that their, like, microaggressions are being invalidated, which that's just not really the case. They just don't experience one kind of microaggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. And, like, to your point, yes, we're all black, but we all have very different experiences culturally. Yeah. Like, not all of our experiences are entirely the same. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm African. Like, aside from colorism, like, 
like an African American. Okay, so like I would say there's a lot that connects us, regardless if you're Caribbean and African American or African. Like we we have a lot of similarities. We like we we all like you know like we love to dance, we love to sing, we love music. Like we love a lot of similar foods that yeah. all kind of binds and connects us together. But we still have some different like differences, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we have we grew up differently, but I mean the whole food thing and all the similarities because you know our like you know, African descendants of slaves, they brought um, their traditions over right. to America, and that you know they adapted it and had all that stuff, and like that's what we have today as African Americans, and it's pretty similar to what they have in you know Africa and like other cultures and stuff. So like we're similar in that way, but we've also adapted and changed and like had different stuff. So we're right. different in that way. So for that reason, I feel like if you really want to portray the true African American experience you should get an African American mm-hmm. actor who's been through that experience who's lived it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and going back to what we were saying how of how like this conversation overlaps the film this also kind of reminded me of something that I had a conversation with a few of my friends sometime back when Wakanda Forever came out that there were some Africans that were upset that the character T'Challa was not portrayed by an African actor, which I can understand why. And these aren't my words, by the way. This was from, this came out of the mouth of one of my friends who's actually Nigerian. And I can actually agree of where she's coming from, that she had actually disagreed with some Africans. That she says, when you consider that Wakanda is a fictional nation and that the point of why the two Black Panther movies were made, it was really meant to bring like Black people together for like a common like neutral ground uh, like we were all happy like to see like this level of magnitude for black representation whether if you were nigerian african-american jamaican or whatever like you kind of know what i mean like it was a movie that all brought us together and then when you also consider that like most of the actors like in the black panther movies aren't even all african the only two actors in the black panther movies that are actually african are lupita nyong'o and denai guerrero that lupita's from kenya and denai i believe that she's from zimbabwe then you have the other actors. You have Winston and Duke, who's Mbappé, who's from Trinidad and Tobago. Leticia writes from Guyana, so they're both from the Caribbean. And then you have Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick Boseman, Forrest Whitaker, and Angela Bassett, that they're, they are African-American actors. And I feel what Ryan Coogler was going for with these two Black Panther films, I feel to some degree like he was kind of representing a sense of pan-Africanism, like if you know what I mean, that Wakanda is supposed to represent the entire diaspora. So I feel at that point, anyone could have really played T'Challa regardless of their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like when you're... You kind of know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when you're watching, you know, Black people on screen, you don't automatically think, oh, like, where are they from? Are they Nigerian? Are they African American? Like, that's not what I think. But mm-hmm. when I watch like a black actor, I'm like, oh, they're black, you know. But when you really right. like break down and like get into the nitty gritty of like, where are they from? Why were they cast? Oh yeah, them? like out of curiosity, like I just weirdly like, where is Leticia reference? Like, oh, she's Caribbean. That's pretty cool. I'm Caribbean. Like, you know what I mean? But like, it wasn't the first thing I thought of seeing her in the movie. Yeah. So it's it can. It can be, it can definitely be a topic of conversation, and it can be controversial. Like I, like the whole di- diaspora wars, it just, it gets annoying real fast. Really Oof, that's fast. exhausting. That's exhausting. I'm really glad it's dying down on TikTok because I really had to take a break after seeing some of those diaspora war videos, and then I gave my two cents on it, and just yeah. Oh yeah, Letitia was also in a um episode of Doctor Who. Yes, I heard. Um. I heard. Um, you might have seen it, friend. Um, I know that there's a movie with Leticia Wright. It's an indie film, a British indie film, where like she has a twin sister in the movie, and they're in the psychological hospital or something like that. Yeah, and it's, I know based it's based on, on a real story. story. It's based on a real story. It's called The Silent Twin. It's based on a real right. story. Like it's been told so many times on all the true crime podcasts I listen to. It's pretty interesting, but yeah. Yeah, I was actually pretty interested in seeing it. I don't know if it's on Netflix or any other streaming. Hold on, let me look. I'm actually looking myself. It's on Prime. Is it for free on Prime or you have to rent? I, I, I tell you, friend, Prime is like such a weird streaming service. Like, 
I'm paying for a streaming service. Why do I have to pay for some of these things? Like, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like rent or buy the movie. It's like it's a streaming service. Just let me stream it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I was going down a rabbit hole of like basically like how you, you know, like when you're on Prime, you can like click up and like the actors will be there. Yeah, that, because, like, I know Prime, like, is partnered with IMDb. Yeah, I clicked on, like, a different actor, and, like, I went through their whole, like, film discography, and, like, I was going down a rabbit hole, and I saw, like, a bunch of different actors, like... Oh, snap, um, it's for free on Prime Video. Let me add this to my list. Like, Ian um, Summerholder from Vampire Diaries, he was, like, in this really old movie. I don't know, but I wanted to watch it, and they were, like, it's $4.99. Mm-mm. Mm. Brandy, you know, what's another movie on Prime Video that you should see that I would have a lot of fun, like, talking about it on here for the for one of the next episodes? You should definitely talk, uh, you should definitely check out a movie called Nanny. Oh, yeah, you told me about that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it's on the watch list. I'm definitely going to tune into it. I think on my Amazon watch list. Oh, yeah, let me, let me add um, Good Omens to the list of that for sure. I really want to I added that to mine as well. Have you ever heard of a show that's on Prime Video? It's called Harlem. I have heard of it. Um, I, I didn't plan I on remember... I'm oh, sorry, finish. I'm oh, sorry, finish. I was just saying I didn't plan on tuning in. Hmm. My mom watches it. She likes it. I remember it came out back in 2021. I only saw, like, the first two episodes, and then... I just kind of put it in the back burner. It was a bit of a slow start, like, you know what I mean? But I heard that it gets better eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, at least to me, when I was watching it, like, before I watched Harlem, I watched Issa Rae's Insecure, and I was like, it's more or less the same premises, but it's a much larger friend group now. And it's, you know, Insecure was set on the West Coast. Insecure was set in LA, but Harlem, like, it's on the East Coast. Like, it's set in Harlem, New York, per the title of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I didn't yeah. plan on tuning in. But, I mean, my mom likes it. My mom likes shows like that. Like, you know, like, living single, sex in the city, you know, like, friend group dynamic stuff. Yeah. So... I mean, it could be interesting to talk about if you want to. Oh, yeah. Just throwing out ideas because I don't know when I'll get around to finishing that show. I mean, I might blow through it because I do know that... How many episodes are there per season? So there's only 10 episodes per... There's 10 episodes per season, but the episodes aren't really that long. They're, like, about 30 minutes or a little less than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, the first season is only 10 episodes, second season is 8 episodes. What, they get cheap? I don't know if the season's over. I have no idea. Hmm. Wow, we've really been filming for 2 hours and 4 minutes. We have. Should we cut the episode here? Like, not not that, like, I'm getting bored, but, like, I just don't want to, like, drag on the episode for way too long for then we upload, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I might cut most of most of this conversation out because we're not even on the topic of the pod anymore. We're just talking. So some of it might have to go. We'll think, see. Yeah, I know what you mean. You can edit out certain things. Like, the scene when you got up to use the bathroom and then the scene when I had to mute myself for a second and just, like, I guess other things that aren't way too important Mm -hmm. so like when you do edit it like you upload like certain segments to like instagram and tiktok like how's that gonna work um i don't know i have to i have to figure it out but um just because we have video i can like Mm -hmm. clip some of the video like you know like the important parts like how i do with my youtube videos yeah like highlights if you know what i mean yeah i can clip those parts and like put it on like a reel on on instagram and on my story and stuff put on your story also put it on the um the pods instagram and stuff and our tiktok accounts and then i'll put the most of the full length video on our youtube i don't know how long youtube videos can be but yeah it'll probably go there too I see people upload, like, full bootleg movies on YouTube, so I'm sure the time limit shouldn't really be a problem. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. But I don't want it to be like too long because people people might not tune in. It can look intimidating, but I also don't want to be too short because it might be boring. So No, I know what you mean. That's why I think it's a good idea, like to cut up certain important segments into like highlights because like if you take a look at your phone, I sent you um my mutuals um podcast page on tiktok and like what she typically does is that like she has a style where like she would make like a full-length video for youtube but at the same time she would cut up certain important segments and upload it as like a little real short on tiktok or instagram if you know what i mean mm-hmm. because that way people could be like you know when she does that it's like you know that'll engage people more it's like if she says something really convincing in like this one minute or like, she's like hmm, i actually I'm actually encouraged now to watch the full episode on our YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we could probably do like the same thing. You okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just hungry. I'm gonna make some biscuits. I haven't had biscuits in ages. That sounds good, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I-, I told you before, like, I make them every other day, because I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, what do you have your biscuits? Jelly, gravy? Neither. I'm just, just, like, I'm plain. Um, I make a garlic oil to go with my biscuits. Alright, chef. I don't, I don't, I don't like gravy like that, and jelly is also not yummy sometimes, oh. depending, depending on what it's on. Depending on what jelly is on, it can be too much. Like, I like jelly, but jelly's not, like, a favorite condiment of mine. I'm a mayo girl, a ranch girl. So, no, sorry, this is so random, but, like, so, like, on a little YouTube interview for fun, like, they were asking Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan. Oh, Rogers, I saw like, that. Who's the best rapper of all time, and they said that it was Drake. It's like, they were obviously joking, like, why are y'all attacking them? <laughs> Oh, and the way they stared at that interviewer when she left. Yeah, what was up with that? Like, did she get, like, really... Like, did she get, like, really nervous, like, being in the room with them, too? And did she decide to, like, get up and leave? Like, what happened? I think the interview was over. Oh. And they just stared at her as she walked away. I was like, oop. Oh, and then that's when I was like, there were, like, women in the comments was like, my heart would have melted. Like, it was just like... They didn't even like, hide it to... either. It was so obvious. Especially Jonathan Majors. He just, like, stared. Yeah. He was like... Yeah. Wait, you know that scene on Friday with Craig and Smoke? He was like, dang. He <laughs> <laughs> was like that. <laughs> gotta, watch, gotta catch up with Creed. Oh, ah. yeah. I do have this girl on YouTube. I can't remember her name right now, but we follow each other on YouTube. And she makes really good, like, content where she talks about different shows and movies and stuff. And she's also a journalist at her... I forgot. Hold on. I think her name is Ashley. Um, But she's also a journalist at her school. And she interviewed an actor for something. But, yeah, I would love to have her on as a guest. Okay, okay. And I have a few other people in mind, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you What did you think you would want to talk about in particular? Hmm? What did you think you would want to discuss, like a particular topic on the uh, pod? Maybe like, um, like different tropes and stuff, and uh, yeah. like maybe we can have her watch like a a movie or a show, or say we watch the same show and we can discuss it. Okay, okay. Who do you have in mind to like guess? Um, one of my friends that, um, she, so she's like a, she's like, um, an aspiring author and she actually has her own like little podcast that she's on sometimes, but like on Spotify though, like she doesn't like show her face, um, yet. And like, um, she has a lot to say like about like, you know, Hollywood wokeness and tokenization. Like in particular, like she had a lot to say about the backlash of Halle Bailey as Ariel, now Yarsha Heidi as Tinkerbell. But I think she would definitely have a lot of great stuff to say and I think she would be great on here. Mm-hmm. What would you want to yeah. uh, discuss with her? Oh, the stuff that I just said that like 
um kind of like you know like woke culture and hollywood and like tokenization and whatnot and i guess that also kind of overlaps with like some of the black character tropes that are kind of recycled in tv shows her name's Alyssa. Alyssa nichols her name is matt her name is maddie Oh, she interviewed um, Skip Marley. Bob Marley's son, the singer? Mm-hmm. Really? How would he do that? Uh, I don't know. No, I just wasn't expecting that. Like, and then, yeah. She's like, a, she's like a journalist, like newscaster type thing. She talks about different shows and movies and stuff and yeah she's super interesting i like i like her content on youtube as well hmm. sorry for now i'm just um scrolling on instagram uh Imagine if we were to get like a full blown. Imagine we got MBJ and Jonathan Majors on here. Please, I would die. How crazy that would be! I would love that. <laughs> like that's what that's what I want to do. Like I yeah. want to interview like different celebrities about movies and stuff. Like that would be just so fun. I definitely. Who are some directors you would want to interview? I would have such a long conversation with um, Zack Snyder, Christopher Nolan, Jordan Peele, and Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan Peele for sure. I'm not. I've never really like looked into directors and stuff. I'm more so like into like actors. But we can. Yeah, because that's more of your directors. calling. Yeah, we could definitely talk to directors too. I don't really have like a favorite mm. director, but I'm sure if I like looked up my favorite movies, I'm sure some of them would have the same director. Yeah. Or like team. But yeah, it's just I'm just so excited to see what we can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know we can interview like a whole bunch of different people on here. Like once we get big and like grow and stuff, we have more types. I of think I think there's a I think there's a chance Sydney Rosant would love to come on here. I'm just not sure what you would want to talk about though. Who? Maybe. Oh, the my mutual that I sent you on TikTok that she has her own podcast. Mm-hmm. She's a very like socially intelligent person. I think she would have a great conversation, like in one of our conversations about like you know stereotypes in the media, maybe black love in the media, like just one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, once we set it up and like do that type of episode, we can definitely like you can talk to her. And maybe we can, like, have a group chat where we, like, discuss what we're going to talk about and stuff and then, like, record it. Oh, yeah, of course. Just so we're on the same track and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss Chloe and Hallie now. They're both going solo. I do. Uh, uh, their solo era started off so good that it quickly went downhill the whole ddg thing um the chris brown mess it's like oh yeah that whole thing with chloe bailey like and chris brown on the like that he's a feature on the album it's like uh uh-oh it's like you can get any other r&b man like we you have so many options giveon brent like why you got tyler the creator why did you go to chris brown Nobody even likes him anymore. Like, his era has passed. So He's just an old, abusive man now. I feel he had mostly dominated, like, the 2000s and, like, the mid-2000s and, like, the early 2010s. And, like, after that's your point, it's, like... That was his era. Yeah. Like, he has some good songs, like, Deuces. Like... Deuces. Like, oh, I love... That's, my, that's probably, like, my fave. That was good. Mm-hmm. He ate that. But other than that, it was like... 
Oh, that Christmas movie he was in, that was good. But ever since he, we found out that he was abusive, people were like, oh, like, is he not allowed to grow? Is he not allowed to change? He hasn't grown or changed. He's still doing the same stuff. And he's colorist. Yeah, right. Like, right. Like, wasn't he? Like, I don't know what city it was in, but I guess not that it entirely matters. But, like, he was caught putting his hands on another woman, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he ain't changed at all. And Karushi got a and- restraining order on him. Because he was abusing her. And, so, like... Right. And, like, what is whole, like, little colorism shenanigans that, like, I remember, like, when he was called out, like... Because I remember this was sometime back that, like, he had owned a club in L.A. or something like that. And it said that, like, no darky girls allowed. And mm-hmm. then, like, when he was, like, confronted about that, he was like, I love all my black teens. I was like, sir. Be for real. Oh my god, we said that we said the name of the pod in the pod. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> now the credits roll. Like you know, like in the movies sometimes when like like they say the name of the movie and then it's like the movie ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but at, what was I about to say about Chris Brown? Um uh, I totally forgot. I'm not going to lie. We're talking about that, like, that he would kick dark skin woman out of his club or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I just had a total burnout. I don't know, but, yeah, she, she, she was, her team is weird for that. She is weird for that. Where is Beyonce? Where is Beyonce? Talk to her. Okay. Like, I feel like she's like, minding her own. She's like, I'm mind my brother. Because it's like, I never see Beyonce, like, discuss any of these things. Like, anything. At this point, bring in Blue Ivy. Somebody needs to check her. <laughs> Bye. Somebody needs to check Ooh, her. I have so much to say about what they put that little girl through but like i don't want to drag this on until like nine o'clock at night that we're gonna save that for next time huh yeah that like what like all the things that people put that little girl through Mm. oh you were talking about her like her hair and her stuff her hair and that she's got her daddy's ugly big and bra features or whatever like she looks a lot like beyonce like she just I feel when she was younger, like she young. definitely looked more like her father. But I feel like now that she's growing up more, it's kind of like she still kind of looks like her dad, but she also takes after her mother as well. It's just kind of weird how genetics work like that sometimes. Yeah, like if you know. compare pictures of like Beyonce at her age, like they they look a lot alike. Even when she was a baby, she looked a lot like Beyonce. From the baby pictures of, of Beyonce. Oh I yeah. I think that. Um, Speaking of celebrity children, um, are you excited to, about the Michael Jackson movie? You're you're talking about the one that um I know that yeah I know you're talking about you're talking Jafar. about the one where his nephew Jafar is supposed mm-hmm. to play him. And I know that it's supposed to be directed by Antoine Fuqua. That I know he made Training Day, The Equalizer, a few other cool movies. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it, and I'm and I'm usually skeptical about biopics, but I don't know why I kind of have a feeling it's in good hands. I do. I'm so excited, and this is and his and his family is heavily involved in this one. This is the okay. That's two. a good sign. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson biopics. Oof, they were a I hot see them. mess. They had this you know, white friend, man playing Michael Jackson. Oh, sorry, continue. They had this white man playing Michael Jackson. They put him in blackface. It was just, it was not it. it was, Are you so for, what was it, yes. what was it made? Which yes. one, what was the years it made? I don't remember who it was, but it was very embarrassing. Like, it was not good. The voice, the black face, the paint, it just, it just was not it. I don't know who signed up for that. I don't know who cleared that to go to production and be put out, but they need to be dealt with. And fired, but thankfully this one, his family is involved. His nephew is playing him, so I feel like they're really gonna take this in a good direction. Like his um his children are involved too, so it's just Ooh. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they do good with it. 
I remember, um, what was I going to say? Do you, you remember the movie Straight Outta Compton? It's a biopic of the NWA. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen the whole thing because it came out, like, what year did it come out? It came out back in 2015, and we were literally just talking about 2015 movies last night. Yeah, I was, like, 11 or something. So, I don't think I was allowed to watch it, but I did see bits Oh, of yeah, it. I wasn't allowed to watch it at the time. I actually watched it more recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really care for WNBA like that. I don't know. But it was still an interesting watch like i think that it was a very well constructed biopic film if you know what i mean because then when i did my research i was like they did a pretty good job like you know what i mean and you know ice cube's act in the movie that was actually ice cube's son o'shea jr so like imagine how weird that must be like playing your own dad and then like you know like he also like you know like playing his dad like he also had to act out falling in love with the woman that would be his mother mm-hmm. that's kind of weird yeah, i didn't <laughs> but, think about that it's weird and then um i know that ice cube and dr dre like they pretty much like oversaw like a lot of that movie which is why it turned out pretty authentic and it's kind of the same case with this new michael jackson biopic now that you know you have his nephew playing his uncle that you said the jackson family is pretty involved is janet jackson gonna have hands on on this i don't know i haven't seen her say anything about it but i did see like most of his brothers say something about it his uh his kids say something about it paris and um who's the older oh, i didn't even know michael jackson had kids yeah he does you didn't know oh. that paris blanket um and where the heck have i been <laughs> Um, Paris Blanket and, um, hold on. I can't remember the oldest son's name. I'm looking it up for myself, Prince. Michael Jackson kids. Prince Jackson. Prince is the oldest one. So Paris, Prince, and Blanket. Um, but yeah, those are kids. I mean, they're not, it's, they're, and Michael? they're paternity. And Michael? Did Michael reproduce with a bunch of white women? Yes. Um, they I think they all have the same mom. Their paternity is um in question. The black gene was demolished in Wait, this on, reproduction hold on, hold on, process. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's there's a whole thing behind it. Their paternity is in question. Some people think that they they use like a sperm donor or like a surrogate or something. People do not believe that like those are like his biological kids. But it doesn't really matter because, I mean, at the end of the day, he raised them, so they are his children. But, yeah, like, their paternity is very much so called into question Mm. by the public often. But, I mean, it don't matter. I love how one of his sons is named Prince and, like, you know, Michael Jackson and Prince were kind of sort of rivals. Mm Mm-hmm. This is all new to me, by the way. You did? You never knew that he had kids? I'm not gonna you lie. You never saw that picture mm-hmm. of him holding the baby over a balcony? What happened? You never saw that picture of him holding a baby over the balcony? Which one? The Mexican- Michael Jackson? Yeah. I feel like I weirdly do remember that yeah, now that you that say was it. I think it was Blanket. I don't know. like a famous image for some reason. Mappin? That's a famous image for some reason. People think that the two oldest kids aren't his biologically. For some reason, people think that the youngest kid is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but that's what people theory. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And it's one more time. It feels like something's really in the up. Should we close out the pod? We've just been talking. <laughs> yeah, it's I think almost, we just cut it here. It's almost two hours and 30 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ha- how does it work now? Do they do like a like a like what's the opposite of like an introduction, like a conclusion? Is this is like reintroducing us? Thanks for listening. I don't know. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. I mean, I guess all I could really say is like, what do y'all want to hear us talk about next time? We're all open to ideas. It could be movies, TV shows, a little bit of socialism that overlaps with film and TV. Like, we want to hear from y'all, honestly. Pop culture, you know, a little bit of yeah, tea. Yeah, pop culture in general. Just, just a little bit of tea and drama. It can also be, it can also be a little bit of music. I wouldn't mind talking about music on here. We actually did just talk about Chris Brown and Michael Jackson. What am I even saying? <laughs> Maybe talk about music on here, too. I mean, it, that's also a part of pop culture. It technically is part of pop culture. Yeah. So We can definitely talk about almost anything, but this is not one of those weirdo male dating coach podcasts. No. Yeah, if you guys are expecting us to talk about, like, submissive woman submissive man like kevin samuels or or, or, like it's a no for us no it's not happening we are not the breakfast club like we might discuss more serious topics like colorism and stereotypes within like pop culture media but like yeah we're just not going to talk about that stuff we just listed yeah and we're we're not going to talk about you know the whole controversial male podcasters like we're not going to discuss andrew tate i'm not talking about no andrew tate kevin samuels what's his name the dead man kevin samuels yeah we're not no this is not okay so if it's one thing that's not welcome on this page no diaspora wars no black women versus black men no no what's what i'm looking for no anti-lgbt-ness this is a safe haven safe haven yeah like if you came looking for that, you're you're at the wrong spot. Yeah. This is, the, this is not your destination. Okay. You can go find that somewhere else. Because <laughs> that is not. Oh. Is there anything else that we forgot to say that of what you're that of what you shouldn't be looking for on here? Um, uh, I think that names about that, all of it. I think that covers everything. I mean, yeah. there's no no racism no homophobia i mean we will discuss palm colored people sometimes i mean it's a given they don't count we can we can we can smack talk them they don't count (laughs) oh my god please don't have don't have the reverse racism girlies be up in our comments (laughs) (laughs) we don't have time (laughs) they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna flock us it's crazy I hate them. Like, oh, shut up. Gonna, like, spam report us, like, our first debut. Yeah, we're gonna be canceled before we even started, like, TikTok. <laughs> and our account. Right, like, I'm, I was like, what's up with, so, y'all, we got a funny story. So, like, um, when me and TJ, like, we're um, talking to each other about, like, what platforms are that we're going to be on that, like, you know, she had made an Instagram page, she made a Twitter page, and then, like, she said she had also made a TikTok page. So when I go on, like, you know, my TikTok search engine, like, to type in the TikTok account, it says that, like, this account has been, like, permanently down. Like, we haven't even posted on there yet. What could have possibly happened? anything. Like, I haven't touched that account. I didn't like no posts. I didn't comment on nobody's post. I didn't do anything. I didn't even use it. All I did was make it. And I followed the both of our accounts. And then that was it. And you're like, oh, you're permanently banned. Like, what? We didn't even get a warning to our email. Ooh, friend, I just had a random idea. Um, Just an idea. Like, when you make little, like, when you, like, take certain highlighted segments, like the important parts of this episode, like, you know, make them little reels, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. I think another idea that might draw people in, why don't we put maybe, like, show music over it? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. lo-fi, hip-hop, something like that. Yeah. Along those lines, R&B. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I just heard just somebody call. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Somebody fell. Yeah, I heard your, I thought that was your sister, and I was like, did she get hurt? <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we can definitely put music over the the stuff. Oh my god, we keep talking. When we say bye, we we will not stop. Like, well, until next episode, y'all. Bye. Bye. This is JD and TJ signing off. Yeah. I mean, T. I mean, 
Wait, did, did I say JD? Oh, it don't matter. It's TG. It well, matter. it. I, ladies first. Ladies first. I'm a, I'm a gentleman. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's <laughs> it's just name. It's just name. Yeah. You know. Oh, they don't even know our real name. Should we tell them? Mm, let's leave it up to their imagination. Well, if they follow our Instagrams, I'm sure they'll probably see it. <laughs> right. If they don't so, follow our Instagrams, then you won't know. So. so would you like to formally introduce yourself? You could just say your first name. I don't think they need to know our last I don't name. Know. My name's Tatiana. What's your name? And I'm Justin. Yeah, that's it. It's Tatiana with an E. Yeah. Get a correct yeah. fourth. And, it's, and I'm Justin, not Dustin or Austin. Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say it right. Trying to be extra. If you gonna come for us, come come correct. Right. Wait, what was it that Biff said in back? Cause she was like, "Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?" <laughs> I know that's like the wrong way of saying it. Like, remember, he was like, "It's make like a tree and leave." Don't fool me, say it like that. Please. Um. But yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> I don't. We keep. Right. We're gonna keep talking if we don't stop. Yeah. We have to- <laughs> <All> right. Bye. <laughs> <We have> to- <laughs>